The Pop-In is back, adjacent podcast of flop stars, the biggest pop culture and pop music moments of the week. My name is Nick Kelly. With me is Sam Murphy. And Let's get started. Last week on our main podcast, we went back on a Sky Ferreira classic, the Sky Ferreira classic, and now we have confirmation of a brand new single next week, Sam. Can you believe we did it? I feel like we always do this, and it happened. Don't Forget is out 25th of May, which is like quite a surreal thing to see pop up on Twitter today. Just insane. Um, we, we, knew, we knew it was imminent. We knew it was coming. But it's, it's Sky, so we never know whether it's actually going to happen. Never but know. I think after spending some time with that record last week, as we did, and as our, as our flop star family did um i think there's there's an absolute fever pitch in the air about this new sky thing and this new sky era it's coming at the start of an australian winter i just think it's going to be that perfect like gritty warmth that we need at the start of winter um so bring on the new sky era do we have any indication of what things will um will will sound like i suppose so far any indication (laughs) i mean (laughs) we know what the song sounds like yeah we know (laughs) (laughs) it sounds great sounds like sky bring it on so 25th that's next week that's next week it's there will all be happening. a new Sky thing on Spotify and Apple Music next week. Weird information. What a year for like pop music when you're getting um, Charlie XCX earlier in the year, Carly Rae Jepsen's back, Sky Ferreira's back, Rina Sawayama's back. It's Boom. just all, all happening. Why don't we use that as a, as a nice segue into new Rina, which came out uh, overnight of recording and is in the world right now. Um, yeah. We were kind of expecting a rocky edge, and I suppose it does have a rocky edge, but it's still just a big pop belter from Rena. Um, your first yeah. impressions before we jump into Flop or Bop of the other big songs of the week. I mean, what are we, what are we thinking this new Rena era is actually going to be with this song in mind, this help? I guess it's what I kind of expected. What I didn't expect was the, like, country Shania um, tinges to it. I really didn't expect that. But I thought if she's teasing, like, rock, it's going to be more of a, like, Gaga born this way rock vibe than like a Metallica tip so I think it's great I think it's such a strong return like she just has so much confidence as a pop star right now and some of the lines in this hell are like already classic I would be very surprised if this song isn't up there at the end of the year in a lot of the end of year lists for pop fans yeah She's come and she's delivered. It's it's giving more, as far as the, the rest of the record's going to flesh out, it's giving more head fused onto a motorbike than it is um, yeah. chicken head being ripped off with teeth. That's that's sort of her take of rock. What is the chicken head? What's oh, the chicken isn't that what, um Isn't that what Ozzy Osbourne used to do? Or, or um, Marilyn or someone? Oh God, one of the I don't ro- bloody know. One of the I know the men. Marilyn, um, like... There used to be a rumour that Marilyn Manson would throw puppies out into the crowd and wouldn't start the show until they were all dead. That's awful. Well, it was a, like, a rumour at my primary school. I don't think it happened. <laughs> Turns out Marilyn Manson was doing much worse stuff, just sexually assaulting people, but allegedly. Rumour at my primary school? <laughs> what kind of conversations were happening there? <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Oh, but the album's coming in September. She's announced it. We should probably say that. 
No, I, th- I reckon Hold more the primary girl. school rumours, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, this is not a rumour. It's very much confirmed and it's happening. That's going to be a massive, massive pop moment for the year. And yeah, I just think, I think it, it, you know what? One thing I noticed, that, that synth that goes throughout it reminds me of Beat It, Michael Jackson. The, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Don't take that, though. It sounds like that guitar. Oh, I know, I know. Sonically, sonically. God, so many cancelled people on this podcast today. You know who's not cancelled, though? G-Flip and her new relationship with Chriselle and then Chriselle being in the music video. What the fuck? Is this not just the most bizarre combination of humans and wonderful combination of humans, but this is Hollywood for you, isn't it, Sam? Like, just the, if- the weird meshings of people regardless of their discipline. I think so, yeah. And if I was an absolute dickhead i'd say i don't have this on my bingo card for 2022 (laughs) and i would murder you (laughs) oh awful it's so bizarre it's so bizarre i do have to question a little the validity of it um given that it happened around the same time as the selling sunset reunion and suddenly the song was released but that could nah. just be a coincidence. I am not questioning the validity one bit. And now Chrishell <laughs> is in Sydney doing beautiful harbour cruises with G-Flip and going to Why the Why is she there? Is she there for promo or... No, no like, promo. Like, are they promoing the single? No. Nah. I reckon here for love. <laughs> and we support it. That's really it. beautiful. Really we beautiful support it. you t- no, um, I think uh, I think it's real. I, I I don't I don't understand why they would bother. It's it's it makes sense. It makes sense to me. This feels like a good combination of does humans. it? Yeah, and now it does. Initially, it was <laughs> wow, <laughs> what? <laughs> but I like it now. <laughs> it's hard to get my head around it. It's a meeting of two worlds that I never quite put together, but. Um, happy for them if it is real. I think it's fantastic. Quick flop or bop on the G Flip single starring Chriselle in the music video. Have you heard it? Look, I'm going to have to go flop, but um, <laughs> good luck to them. <laughs> My thoughts will remain reserved. All rights reserved. <laughs> uh, finally, before we jump into a full flop or bop, Kendrick album. This time last week we were talking about it, getting ready for it. Um... A week in, I'm four listens in. How about yourself? Yeah, yeah, I'm probably about the same. It's cool. um, moving on. It's a complicated. <laughs> it's a complicated <laughs> listen. It's certainly not the blockbuster that I was expecting it to be. Is it um, not? But I don't know. It doesn't have the um, the sense of occasion that the last few records did by him. But perhaps because it's more introspective. But I'm not saying I don't like it. I do. But also, I th- yeah, it's just the whole thing of like Kendrick's at that point where people want to kind of pull him down too. And there's been a lot of negative um, reactions to it, including Pitchfork, who weren't negative but gave it like a seven point something. An apathetic Which is unheard review. of for Mr. Lamar. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's been an interesting reaction, but it's a great, it's a great album in my opinion. It was, it's definitely a very... The introspection is something very interesting and I, I see a lot of people kind of almost calling it a selfish album. Like, it's selfishly introspective. But he's yeah. earned that. He's earned the right to do an introspective dive on literally just pretty much family and self. And that's yeah. what this whole record is. He's allowed to do that. And I really like the way that 
I really like the, the way it's spaced out between sort of that cathartic, you know, aggression at points and then also realising things are, things are, some things are finite, but then also yeah. that he can redeem himself in some ways and, and learn and grow. I think there's some really one-of-a-kind conversations about masculinity on the record that I'm really yeah. proud to hear from a rapper of that calibre um, playing yeah. in that playing in that space and playing with that size of an audience, I really admire the way that he talks about topics to do with masculinity and 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 particularly on Auntie Diaries, which has just been think pieced beyond belief. That <laughs> yeah. I really admire the conversation he has on that, and yeah, it's, it's just very unexpected. For, it is and super yeah. authentic, and I, I re- really stops in your tracks, and I think the way that he the way that he dives into that as, as difficult as it could be to hear at points, you know, good on him for having that conversation on the level that he's at. Um, yeah, this album for me, it's very special, but I, I get what you're talking about with the, the sort of grandeur of it as a, a sort of event piece. It is very much I mean, more... there's no humble or no King Quinta or yeah. swimming pools, you know, there's nothing yeah. like that. Not that there needs to be. I'm just, it's just surprising to hear. No, you're right. It like yeah. Well, that's the Kendrick album, Think Pieced, once more, <laughs> by two white guys. Yeah. That's With a what pop the world podcast, means. the perspective yeah. you've really been waiting for. I've, t- I've told <laughs> you we're making some a- things that are more of now yeah. wheelhouse. <laughs> let's get into Flop or Bop. Let's punch through the big pop songs of the week, starting with one of the world's probably biggest boy bands that aren't a boy band now, Five Seconds of Summer, over a decade yeah. making music together and back with me, myself, and I, the first single from a new record to come, um, made like most records slightly post-pandemic at the Joshua Tree and <laughs> with presumably some psychedelics involved. Um, <laughs> I'll go with your... I'd love your thoughts first on me, myself and I. Ah, uh, finally, a bop. The, fir- the two singles before this just had nothing. I was like, how on earth did they even allow them to release these as the lead single? But this feels like the lead single. And yeah. I wouldn't, I've, wouldn't be surprised if all the budget's going to go towards this one. John Bellion on the writing credits who did a great job pulling Justin Bieber from the dust as well um, with his Justice singles. So uh, it makes sense that this is a bop. They, they sound great. They're back in, their, back in their wheelhouse. Yeah, they found their new wheelhouse, I think. Shout out to Melodyne slash Autotune for the amount of work that it's put in. It's really earned its <laughs> subscription for the year. Um <laughs> On this record because there's a very they've packed some melody in there and that is probably credit to I, I know the boys right on the record as well but John Bellion definitely you know he's he's got that musical genius in him to play with melody the way that he does and I think that that's probably testament to him I had actually forgotten that this is not the first single this is just the launch single for the album but there was um complete mess and take my hand I loved complete mess I think that was a stadium anthem um so no. I disagree with your take I... No, it was very flat. No, it was big. It was expansive. You wanted ex- you wanted expansive. You get complete mess. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask for expansive, but thank you. <laughs> but um, right. yeah, I'm really happy. I'm really happy about this single. I think that they're in a, a real good pocket and they sound happy once again. I, I was kind of privy to um, sort of their vibe post Youngblood, pre sort of around the teeth era, teeth easier yeah. kind of thing. 
they were exhausted. They were absolutely dead to the world. And a couple of them have been have gone out and done well, solo projects now. That's the price and... you pay for pop stardom. <laughs> so have a bloody so cup of coffee and get back on the road. <laughs> <laughs> I am very happy to see them back in there, a, a, a little bit rested and... With yeah, two of them with solo records and yeah, they, the first two singles. I do. Tate McRae's got a new. has <laughs> got a new song called "What Would You Do." What would you do with this song, Sam? You know what? When I listened to this, I liked it, and I listened to it a few times, and now I could not tell you what it sounds like if you put a gun to my head. Um, so I would have gone pop, but maybe I have to go flop by the sheer fact that I can't remember it. I feel like that's not a good omen if it's a yeah, pop it's song. a hard it's a hard one because I really like Tate McRae. I think she's a very Me too. In- very interesting and unique member of that space. The the sort of like older teen, um, you know, honesty pop space. And yeah. I think she's been she's been good from the start. She's moved away from the whisper pop, which I think can get a bit cumbersome. And I think we're out of the whisper pop era, thank God. Yeah, I think um, so too. Moving more towards potentially that that pop rock, you know, punky elements to the side. Maybe a bit too down the middle. Maybe taking some of those punkier elements, but keeping them a little bit too plain. Um, yeah, I feel like Ro- that with the R- Rodrigo Light. Potentially, yeah, could be could come to mind, but I, I still I still like the song, still like the song, but it takes a while to get going. I'm, I might you know have to go a, flop for it, to be honest. You know who's a co-producer and co-writer on it? Um, who, Mr. Charlie Puth? Oh, the Puthinator. Yeah. Oh. oh well, Charlie. That doesn't, that doesn't change. Off to make other light all, switch but, um, with you, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one. Let's go. Post Malone and Roddy Rich cooped up. This is New Post. Back yeah. in his bag, I think. I'm really into this song and it's very mm. it's it's pretty auth- it's and you know my you know posts posts come and gone for me. Um yeah. I was a very big fan when he was sort of really blowing up. I think the way that he was straddling that pop pop and hip hop line was quite impressive and really big live anthems. Um and this feels like the first one in quite a while that's really you know hit for me and it it, it talks about the the honesty of the the, the moment we've all been in, I suppose, but it's not an exhausting kind of take on yeah. it. And Roddy Rich, who, you know, credits post on the song for like taking him on tour for the first time, you know, it feels like a really authentic collaboration for me. So it's a, it's a pop. Great. Your it's thoughts? not for me. It's a flop. <laughs> it's just so boring. So, like so it. middle of the road for Post Malone, particularly now, like given that the past few years he's been doing stuff that's really different. This just feels like anybody could have made this song. And but maybe he SNL, needed to get back to that point. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> well, he had, he's got this love-hate letter to alcohol song on SNL as well. Yeah, so that was on SNL, and that was, like, way more interesting, I thought. So well, I don't know what he's trying to do with this. Probably just get back on like hip hop radio or something, but it's not for me. Yeah. Flop. Moving on. To <laughs> I love the name of the next one. Oh my God. Yeah. Speaking of Noah Cyrus, Mr. Percocet, your thoughts. Penny for your thoughts on Mr. Percocet. <laughs> I mean, the absolute like, <laughs> the fact that I'm going to call this a bop and not boring. And I called the one before boring. <laughs> Come on. 
I love this. Love a little Noah Cyrus Diddy. She's really like- found her lane and good for her. And I was looking at her streams today and she does really bloody well with these little country bops. So once again, I can't, I can't remember what it sounds like, um, but I remember enjoying it at the time. She is a bit of a juggernaut, isn't she? She's a bit of a silent assassin with the streaming numbers. She really is. Um, she's like, she's outdoing Miley at points. Yeah. Stream wise. That wouldn't be hard. I know. Probably, out, like, probably outdoing the dead pets. <laughs> I work hard too. We're well, going to um, do that album soon. I think my cat's bum hole's about to show on the camera and I'm just trying to sort of stop her from doing such a thing. Come on, come on. Maisie, She's Maisie. Really <laughs> it's very close. <laughs> she gets in the way of my screen Maisie, as well. TikTok will block that. <laughs> um, this one, I'm going to have to go flop with this one. It's it's too, again, we, we talked about the, the solar power era. It's a bit too solar power era for me. And um, yeah. yeah, it's a no from me. Personally, maybe we should just call this this game yes or no rather than bop or flop. Yeah, we should actually rebrand <laughs> can, it. Why yeah, we can we actually? It's a yes All right, for me. It's or now a no yes or me. no. Changing <laughs> the game halfway through. Shy Girl, Firefly. That's the next one we're going to go into. Probably the first mention of Shy Girl on this this podcast. Um, some context for those so. who don't know Shy Girl, Sam. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Throw me in there. Oh, um, yes! I love doing it. I love no it. I do not know. British. I do no work. And then I just go say, give it a it. I mean, I've been listening to her for a while, and I know that like she collaborated with Sophie a lot on her last EP. But beyond that, I don't really know. She's got an album coming out. Firefly is the first single from it. Um,. And it's excellent. It's a big yes for me and probably my favourite song of the week. Very early millennium 2000s vibes. What about you? Oh, it's <laughs> definitely not my favourite new song of the week. I like it. I know that she's a, she's Miramasa, um, Arca, Charlie, Sophie adjacent. Yes, you know, and there's of- somebody good who produced this song. Let me find it for you. She's sort of post-PC music. Almost this this song's this song's good. I don't know how we go with nymph pop though. The sort of nymph feel of pop music. It's just not necessarily my bag. Um, yeah, so it's a, I think I it is say, my bag. So maybe that's why we yeah. differentiate on this. But the song's very good. I would say it's a yes from me. Okay, it's a yes from both of us. Is that our first? No, our second yes from both of us. Second. Well, our first since we changed the name of the game. <laughs> Our first in the new era of our song-based. <laughs> um, finally, for It's a Yes From Me at, or It's a No From Me, um, Florence and the Machine, Dream Girl Evil from the new album. Your thoughts? It's a yes from me. Love the album. The album's great. Dream Girl's probably not one of my favourites on the album, but it's the one that New Music Friday ran with, hence the one we had to throw in here. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't get that. I don't get that. I It doesn't what? stand out for me. It no, it doesn't. didn't stand out for me either, but it's the one they threw in. So, so there you go. Well, it's a yes for me because I love the album, but it's on the Noah side of the album for me. <laughs> it neither dances nor fevers me. So it's a no <laughs> from me um, on an album that is a majority yes from me. From Florence. Yeah, it's a great album. Re- like a real return to form. But anyway, they've gone with this one. So 
I've been extremely pro men in this segment this week. I've just realised, like yeah, me, you just have. You should backing Posty to the hills. Um, well, that is more it's a yes men. from me or it's a no from me. We need more men. Yeah, we need more men. Well, we do have more men. In oh, we do. The, our next segment. Oh yeah, next segment called albums this week. And <laughs> it's put it up in lights. <laughs> and, uh, two big records coming this week. Um, why don't we end on the the probably biggest one of the biggest records of the year, and we'll talk quickly yeah. about the Flume album that's kind of feels like it's crept up. We got a new single midweek, and then we got another song coming out Thursday, and then we get the album Friday. Do we? Yeah, God, so much. It's it's a bizarre kind of rollout, and it feels like and it's really crept up. Nothing's been very good. No, it, I'm in an interesting I'm in an interesting stage with Flume. Um, there, are, I think there's some really good songs on on here, but and he's definitely. St- but he, it, the sound is just it. It just feels like it hasn't sort of moved Evolved far enough. No, yeah, and maybe it doesn't need to. Which is funny know. because at points it moved very far. You know, like from mm. album number one to number two, it did a lot and then from album number two to the mixtape and then i don't know the past few years it's been in some in a weird kind of middle ground i did really like the maya song um yeah but that's kind of the only one i've really resonated with but perhaps we need to hear it in full i think so but um you know adjacent to so many incredible artists that are going to help make this record what it is and i think one of the more visually interesting sets at least of um of coachella for sure i thought the way they brought it to life and the way they particularly brought it to life on the stream they worked like with the youtube ar team um to to bring it to life in in this magnificent way and i think the way that flume's playing with 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 visual sides of things is is yeah. probably second to none at the moment. Um, and yeah, bringing out for an Australian tour, mind you, this isn't even the rest of the world. Caroline Polachek, Channel yeah, Trey, Toro Moi, Vera Blue, and Maya. Like that's that's the, great. That lineup. is a festival. I had a real which... giggle today about him telling Zane Lowe how he'd like moved out into the middle of nowhere during the pandemic, basically. It's fucking Byron Bay. It's Byron Bay! I'm like, this is this is not You're some not tropical island. milking cows in the middle no. of, like, Dare. And then, then they, they are, then, um, it was like, how did you hook up with Emma Louise? And he's like, oh, she lives 20 minutes away. I'm like, they the all road. live there. They all and Jonathan live in Zawada, who does the visuals, lives down the road. Like, they're all in Byron. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It's very impressive. Moving on to Harry Styles, Harry's house. It's time. Finally. Finally. And you're going to the one night only with Harry Styles on launch day. How exciting for you. I'm very excited. Yeah. Chase the uh, Harry's house Amex van around (laughs) today to secure my two tickets for Harry's house. Um, Nothing quite like corporate integration. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very nice. Very, very nice. But exciting. Exciting week. Feels like Harry's perhaps the biggest pop star in the world right now. So it'll be fun to read everybody's reactions and um, listen along with those who haven't already listened to the leak six weeks ago. Um, (laughs) You're you're on your leak shit this week. I know, I know. I'm really sounding like Mr. Pirate Bay this week. (laughs) (laughs) The Pirate Bay dot se. Um, that is the pop in. Um, hope you're liking this new part of the show. I, I don't know whether you are. The numbers say you reasonably do, compared to the normal version. No, it's not so bad. Give it some love. People are tuning um, in. 
people are tuning in in droves. Um, follow us over to <laughs> our episode this week about Katy Perry's smile. Yeah, I'm faithful. Scratch, Scratch that, that, baby. Um, nah, nah. Grateful. <laughs> <laughs> what an See you there. Forgettable song. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>